We're thankful today to be joined by Illinois State Representative uh, David Severin. Representative, thanks for the time. Absolutely, Will. I appreciate the opportunity to be on and to talk with your listeners. So the conclusion of the spring session looked, as they usually do, uh, disjointed and uh, disorganized and uh, did not conclude until 6 a.m. Saturday morning. A budget was adopted. We'll start there. Uh, how did you vote on the budget adoption and why? Yes, yeah, so I voted uh, against that and also on the BIMP bill. And it's a very simple reason why. We had an opportunity to uh, fund the unemployment insurance with the ARPA funds that we had. We had an opportunity to have a balanced budget, but instead the other side of the aisle and the governor chose to uh, not pay off all those that debt. They chose to uh, put in the budget pork projects for the uh, other side of the aisle. There's $2.6 billion in increased funding or increased spending from last year in this budget, and it doesn't need to be that way. It was an easy choice to vote no on something that, uh, you know, a lot of window dressing on, on the on the budget to try to make things look a certain way because of the campaign year, of course, and the elections coming up. That's a long answer to a no. One of the things that was included in this budget was some direct payments to Illinois residents. These things have become more and more popular or more and more frequent, something I had never really even thought of, say, 20 years ago. Uh, What are your thoughts on those payments and who's going to be getting them? Well, uh, again, you got to remember one thing that this budget is the governor's got a uh, race this year. All of the uh, the legislators in the House and the Senate. So, you know, there's things that were put in there to, uh, to try to get uh, bonus points, so to speak. And so, and the other thing, too, is some of the, the tax relief things. It's window dressing that will expire after the election in this next coming year in January. So the uh, items that, uh, you know, people are going to get a, a $50 check. Now, Without saying the fifty dollars, politicians can say, "Hey, my constituents are, are getting a, you know are getting a money back from the state." Well, that sounds good, but then when you say fifty dollars, and not the not the spinoff, you know, fifty dollars is fifty dollars, but still, it's not like you're going to be able to take a family and be able to uh, afford making some different payments or uh, you know purchasing clothes for your kids or or uh, school books if someone's going off to college, those kinds of things. So that's the. Uh, uh, you know, the sticky part of it, Will, is that it sounds good when you say, hey, families are going to get more funds, but just how much are they going to get? And um, so that's uh, that's one of the points. Was there any pieces of legislation that uh, made it through the process this spring that you felt were positive steps or, or things that you had been advocating for? There's some bills that uh, weren't a part of, part of this budget, whatever. There's some things that uh, I was working on that actually Senator Fowler picked up over in the, in the Senate that's uh, trying to, to work to alleviate the problem of not having enough staff at the juvenile detention center. So we, we had some legislation to try to help uh, with that problem and some other things like that that actually made sense. And so those kinds of things, you know, we, we worked really hard in the, in the House and the Senate for that. There was another bill that worked on with uh, some hunting license for, uh, for people that live out of state, but they own property in state. Maybe they've, they've had property for two, three, four generations, but then they, they for some reason, have 
now live out of the state or the, or whatever that they can still hunt on the ground and not have to to go through a lot of rigmarole as my dad used to say to get, to be able to do that so trying to clean up some things to make things less government so uh, there were some positive things that that were done but uh, again at the last minute of course you know we we went all night friday night and and well i've been doing this for six years and i found that uh you know we get all nervous the last 36 hours not we we not being myself or the Republicans, but the um, uh, the other side of the aisle, they try to make you nervous and try to try to make this all compacted in the last 36, 48 hours of session when we could have been working on these things, you know, starting in January. And so, even though we are done early, it was the same. It was the same theory, the same game they were playing. We get a thirty six hundred page budget uh, you know with less than 36 hours to go uh, in the session because again we wanted to be done by april the 8th that was the plan and uh, i felt like i told everybody I said guys this feels like may 31st it's april the 7th april the 8th but uh they tried to do the same uh, madigan ploy and um even though madigan's gone they tried to use that same pressure to hold to the last minute and then throw it all at you will david severin with us today a couple of bills that Got some positive press coverage was, uh, one, a resolution renaming a portion of Highway 148 in Christopher. Let's talk about that. Sure. Cody Van Fossen was fighting a fire a couple of years ago with his father. And uh, what happened is it was a two-story building. They went up on the second floor and they were working on the fire together. Uh, the stairs blew out. Um, Mr. Van Fossen got out. His son, Cody, did not passed away in that fire and so we uh, have uh, had a portion of route 148 just north of uh, christopher and it goes just south of christopher renamed after cody and to honor him and his life and also all firefighters and the the, uh, the work that they do and so we, we it was the right thing to do the family had asked us to do that particular portion and so we uh, we did that and that that passed 100 percent of course and and um you know, it's a very serious thing. You know, firefighters, when they go into a fire, it's, it's uh, I mean, it's life and death. And, and he gave his life doing something that he loved, young man that uh, was working side by side with his father. And so I uh, was honored to carry that piece of legislation. Another piece of legislation that's got a lot of coverage was a young man who wanted there to be a state snake. Tell me about it. Yes, sir. So uh, a young man named Gentry Heipel, he called my office uh this last summer, and he said, hey, I've, I've sent a letter to the governor. I noticed that there's not a state snake, and he said that uh, I want there to I want to designate a state snake. I said, well, come in, come talk to me. So he came with his mother. He's a seventh grader at Carterville Junior High. So he came in, and Will, this kid knows his snakes. He wants to be a herpetologist. And so when he, we actually, when he came in and talked to me, we set things up. We called Springfield. We, we put together a bill. We included him in the process. He picked the eastern milk snake because of the color of it. It's such a beautiful snake. And then it's throughout the state of Illinois. But the other thing I was so impressed with him, Will, was this. That uh, actually I had him participate and he testified in, on the Zoom committee meeting um, live. And he did it without script all off the top of his head. So this kid really eats and sleeps um, the knowledge of, uh, of snakes. And so he then came to Springfield. He was a page for the day for me. And he was a big hit on the floor of the house. Uh, all the different uh, legislators came up, took pictures with him, signed his, his, uh, his book. And the other thing that he got to do is he got to meet the governor and, uh, and share with him. And they had a great talk. And so uh, this young man 
very bright, and uh, I'm excited to see uh, what's going to you know, transpire in his life because he is, uh, as a seventh grader, he wasn't intimidated one bit of coming to Springfield, speaking to the legislators, being on the House floor, participating in the Zoom committee. He was did a fantastic job, and, and of course his mother was just so proud of him. She was there with him uh, in the, in Springfield when I had him on the House floor as a, as a page for the day. She was up in the gallery watching him, and, and he got to do some awesome stuff and go some places that, uh, you know, just every day person can't do in the Capitol so just a great kid and so now we had the, the bill passed in the Senate Senator Fowler carried it and uh, so now it's uh, gone to the governor's desk and in fact we've invited the governor to come down and he and sign the bill uh, at his school if we can get that worked out. Illinois State Representative David Severin with us today a couple of great ways to engage with the constituency there uh, honoring a fallen firefighter bringing a, a young man to Springfield to engage in the legislative process in a uh, fun way. You know, this has been sort of the hallmark of the way that you have conducted yourself as a, a state representative. Uh, you seem to always have a buoyancy about you. And in a lot of ways, I appreciate that because as a mayor, adopting resolutions and highlighting positive things about people in your community is is, is what I enjoy the most about uh, the job. And so it seems like you do that same thing. Absolutely. Well, you know, there's 118 state reps, and we each have approximately 105,000 constituents. And I've told people, I said, my goal is to find a way to recognize all 105,000 of those constituents. Now I realize it's not going to happen, but my goal is to find a way to recognize every one of those people uh, somehow in a positive way. We have certificates made from the House floor that I present to people on a regular basis. We had the Benton Lions Cup alumnus of the year yesterday. He was a young man. Well, um, he's younger than me, so I consider him to be a young man. He's, he's in his uh, uh, 40s, but he, uh, he works for Fox news and he's a world national a guy working for fox and he um he actually was our alumnus of the year so yesterday at that lions club event uh i got to present him a certificate from the house floor uh, recognizing his uh accomplishments and uh, his name is Tariq khan Tarek, and uh if you google him he literally is on a first name basis he knew he had the whole story about will smith and all the different things going on he is working with those people on a regular basis and right from Benton, Illinois. So it was an honor to, to present him with a certificate. But uh, do those things on a regular basis if someone's retiring or if it's a special anniversary or someone's gone out over above the, the call of duty to do something in their community. But as you know, the positions that we're in, it's easy to find fault. It's easy to come be negative. But my goal is always to be positive, be realistic, but to acknowledge people, their accomplishments and, and things they've done and encourage them. You know, this is an awesome area to live in southern illinois there's a lot of challenges but i absolutely love it it's safe four seasons it's a great place uh promoting tourism all the time and and pushing for all the different things going on and of course jobs and veterans and senior citizens and education and there's just so many pieces um but i just uh, every day wake up thinking okay how are we going to you know be positive who are we going to uh, recognize acknowledge work through problems and uh, try to take care of business knowing that you know you can't fix everything but i sure love and enjoy uh, honoring people when they do things right representative you do have a, a primary election coming up on june the 28th uh, you do have an opponent you do have a district that is largely 
new uh, to you and in, in, in that it's uh, different geographically than the district you've been representing before uh, with all of those things in view uh, do you feel confident in your uh, chances to be reelected on june the 28th in the primary well, well here's how i here's how i run my life will is that uh, you know we're reelected elections every two years and so literally you're running all the time so i tell people i said look it isn't campaign season next month, next year. I said, I am in campaign season 24-7, and that's been my life, whether I was working with Special Olympics promoting that, working in the nursing home when we had the nursing home or the business that I own, on the school board, anything that I'm doing, I'm always promoting, working, campaigning for those things. And so um, have seven new counties, but I'm not intimidated by that at all. I kind of feel like a little bit like it's running, running again for the first time as far as with some of these people. But uh, my – you know, I worked in really hard going to these new districts uh, or, or new counties in the district to let people know who I am, what I'm about, how that I'm accessible, how that I care. I have a passion for what I'm doing. Absolutely love it. No one's going to outwork me. No one's got more passion for the job. And again, realizing that you can't fix everything, but I'm accessible. Uh, people that are just amazed and said, hey, you returned my call or hey, you were here such and such and such place or you're coming different places. And I know that uh, uh, and I don't do that just because it's campaign season, because it's the right thing to do. And so it is a challenge. I'm looking forward to to being successful. I tell people my I said, here's my philosophy. I'm running like I'm losing, but I'm planning to win. I learned that from Coach Heron as my basketball coach. I learned that from George Severn being my father who's in heaven today. Coach Heron is also. But those two guys helped me learn that you go 105% all the time, and good enough is never good enough. You give everything you've got all the time, and you pay attention to detail. You don't leave anything uncovered, and, I, and you know, that you don't uh, address. And so I, I uh, take great pride in doing that. And I'm just, uh, I'm working my tail off and loving every minute of it. Representative, we appreciate your time. We hope you have a great day. Thank you very much, Will, and thank you for allowing me to speak to your listeners. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you.